12 voting members of the Academy have nominated the following films for Best Ooh. Picture. Well, 13 might be unlucky for some, but not for us, because this is episode 13, and we have the pleasure of reviewing the nine films nominated for Best Picture at the upcoming Academy Awards. Mm, okay, let's go. I have to say, to start with, um, I think it could have been 10. Absolutely, yeah. Having seen a few more of the films now. Yeah, but I'm really, really pleased. I think it's a really good batch this year, and it will be a memorable year, especially with eight of the nine have six nominations each or above. Mm. And and with Joker at the top with 11, then three other films beneath that with 10 each. This is this has never really happened before. No, I think it's a very strong year because they've you know, all been nominated for the same sorts of things. It's those same films coming up, and some of them have really stuck with me. So, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so we did this episode really because we talk about these films a lot, but we don't necessarily review a lot of films. So, what kind of reviewer do you think you are? <laughs> um, well, it all depends on the film, really. I think oh, yeah. I could probably be a bit harsh. Um, mm-hmm. if if I really didn't enjoy the film, I, I will, you know. But on the other <laughs> side of that, I think. I'm quite open to having my mind changed. Yeah, that's good to know, because I think in the past you haven't been so flexible. Yes, <laughs> I, I can be very dismissive, but I feel I feel like I'm becoming more and more critical, I have to say. Yeah. What kind of reviewer do you think you are? Um, objective, we know that. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm going to be harsh. Oh. They're all in a category of best, and this mm-hmm. is a competition after all, so... Mm-hmm. And we've been singing the praises of a lot of these films for weeks and weeks and weeks. So if there's ever a time to be nitpicky, it's going to be now. Um, So even the films I love, I'm probably going to be quite harsh on them. There's always room for improvement. So, you know. Okay, so you're bad cop today then. Okay. Not all, not all bad cop. (laughs) (laughs) So the first film we're going to talk about, which we both watched this week for the first time, is Parasite. (laughs) I thought this was brilliant. I love this. Um, what I like about it, maybe the most, is that it feels so simple. The story is so basic, but at the same time, it's so original as well, in a way where it's hard to place into any one genre, really. I thought it was going to be like a surreal comedy, but actually what you get is hybrid elements of other genres. So it's like a drama and a mystery and a thriller. And at times it felt a bit like a horror film. It was a sign of a mm-hmm. great director because he was inventing something new of all of the nine it's hard for me to say what could have been better because it was clear on what it wanted to do what it was what it wanted to say it really knew itself so in that respect i thought it was brilliant and the fact that the trailer didn't give many plot details away i'm actually really impressed by because you could tell that there were going to be twists Mm -hmm. but they weren't the twists that you were expecting and in ways it was much darker than it could have been all the metaphors and the subtext and the themes about class divide and inequality and uh, capitalism all that stuff I think it's just downright genius and it's perfectly balanced with the story one doesn't overshadow the other at any moment in the film great performances all round I'd love to see it win best picture I'm rooting for it okay um I'm unfortunately you're not gonna like this I'm on the other side of the scale I really struggled with some of it it I had to stop it twice just to take like five minutes and then go back to it Really? Yeah, I felt it was slow. In the suspenseful way, it was like easing you up to this, what's going to happen. And I think the last 10 minutes were absolutely crazy. (laughs) I wasn't (laughs) expecting that. There were definitely things I liked about it. I thought it was a very twisty screenplay. So I think its chances, uh, original screenplay, are very high. Mm. There was great use of location. The house is pretty much a character. Mm -hmm. The messages about class were very poignant. You know, they really worked, weren't in your face, which a few films are when it comes to messages like that. But for me, it all comes down to personal Mm. kind of tropes and things like that. And I always struggle following a film with unlikable characters. You thought they were unlikable? Yeah, I really could not get on board with the family because I just couldn't agree with what they were doing. (laughs) (laughs) see i think that's part of the fun i think it's fun when you find yourself rooting for people who are doing bad things Mm. Um, but i did like where it went i I liked when you know you had the the old housekeeper come back that's when it kind of slips into something different and you're like wow this is actually 
it's taken a turn for a very different film now because it looks like it's going to be one film all the way and then <laughs> that is like a, the end of a chapter and the beginning of a new one. Yeah. So it, it's um it's definitely got high points, but it's not really made high on on my list. Really, I can see what people see in it. Um, I can definitely see why Bong Joon Ho is in the director conversation. Absolutely, mm-hmm. definitely see that screenplay. Yes, um, it's definitely going to win international feature. Hundred percent, without a yeah. doubt. Um, and I can see why it's in the best picture, but it just for me personally, it's not going to make you know top of my list. Okay, I think it translated really well to a Western audience. You know, mm. uh, in some films sometimes you listen to the dialogue and you think, oh, "I'm too far removed from that culture." That culture, yeah, society doesn't quite link. Exactly, yeah. But this mm. one, and, and I guess in a way, he's he's directed English language films before with Snowpiercer and yeah. Okja both films mm. I really enjoyed so uh, I really liked that it, it felt like it could have been set anywhere mm. and it could have been in any language and it still would have yeah. worked so uh, Parasite is nominated for six awards mm-hmm. how well do you think it will do because I think it could be the best ratio of nomination to wins it depends what direction they go in they're either going to yeah. really take this on board and it'll do extremely well mm-hmm. or they're going to miss yeah, it, it hinges on what mood the Academy's in. Yeah, I really hope that they're in a good mood with it, because mm-hmm. um, this could be um, a game changer yeah. going forwards. Okay, so should we talk about Little Women then? Yes. Yes, okay, so I had seen probably a good majority of the adaptations made before. I've just read the book. Mm-hmm. So having got that kind of background to it, I think what Greta Gerwig did here was absolutely brilliant really she's taken what is a phenomenal greatly loved American classic mm-hmm. and actually been able to change it and make it different which is very hard to do so I, I love that it's fresh it feels fresh yeah even though it's old and it's got this old style to it it's the civil war era and it it feels almost like it could fit into a modern setting its sensibilities are similar yeah and which is why i think the family always relate with people because they're a proper family they talk over each other uh, which i like as well Mm. it's you know it's not like oh waiting for one person to finish because that's not what sisters do they just you know they all talk over each other and it was very (laughs) realistic in that sense um I think it's really clever that she starts as adults and then flashes back because mm-hmm. you, they've already had their last day all together. Yeah, I see. The, yeah. The, you know, it, they're never going to get that back, wishing you could get back to childhood, something that you can never do. Yeah. Um, which is something that Joe is very scared of, is growing up and losing what they have. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so clever. I, the costume's great. The performances all round were just such a high quality it's got a lot of stars in it but they're also grounded mm-hmm. I think across the board it was really good because it has really kind of it stuck in my brain um yeah I saw this yesterday I was worried about this with you I was mm-hmm. a little bit worried well, I'll start by saying I think the trailer is awful it doesn't sell you on the depth that the story actually has and mm-hmm. when you're new to the story, like I was, I'd imagine a lot of people would be put off because the trailer makes it look very um, superficial, mm-hmm. flowery, a little bit vomit-inducing because it's a bit over the top on the sentimentality, mm-hmm. maybe. I, I couldn't have been more wrong, and I think that trailer couldn't have been any worse because I actually loved it. Good. I knew I loved it because I didn't move at all <laughs> in the entire duration but I was transfixed and I was really really sold on it and I can only really echo what you said really mm-hmm. um great performances all around um I believed the relationships with the family mm-hmm. as a unit as well and that I thought they looked like a family as well mm-hmm. um Emma Watson I'm not so sure yet I don't think she's quite mastered American accents yet mm-hmm. <laughs> I just still see her as very British I'm not sure yeah. whether I would have cast her um, in particular, I thought Sir Ronan was great. Florence Pugh, and I don't know why I ever doubted her because she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Laura Dern, I really liked in this. I don't remember ever watching anything and going, that was a great Laura Dern performance, even though she's always good. Yeah. And Timothy Chalamet, I thought, although an unconventional choice. He just works in it. Yeah. I think they were all standouts in particular. Yeah. I didn't mm. know the story beforehand, but I could see how it 
was modernised to suit 2020. Yeah. The jumps between past and present. It was clever. A little hard to keep up with sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I was mid-dean before I realised that I was in the wrong time period. Maybe it just could have been a little bit yeah. tighter. Quite a lot of people have said that, though. On reflection, I maybe would have predicted Greta Gerwig's director nomination over Todd Phillips's had I'd seen it first. Yeah. And, and maybe it was actually better deserved than Todd Phillips for Joker as well. So it's got six nominations yeah. overall. I personally can't see it winning more than two. two. Yeah. Maybe. It could could win for adapted screenplay. Um, if they're so inclined to give Greta Gerwig something, mm. you know, because they didn't nominate her for director. I think there's too many other strong contenders for it to get many, really, unfortunately. Yeah. Right, okay. 1917? Mm. Oh, it's so good. That's the reason I'm going to be harsh. Go on, then. Because we can sit and praise it all day. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'll get that bit out of the way first. Obviously, the camera work is spectacular. Yeah. One of the most memorable bits for me is where they've gone down into a great big slippery muddy ditch and there's a big Mm -hmm. pool of water in the middle and there's bodies littered all around the edge. Yeah. And seamlessly the camera goes down the slope and just glides over the water. Mm-hmm. And then back up the other side and over again. I just it's magic. The technical hardship of actually doing that <laughs> yeah. as well. All behind the scenes you don't see it happening, but they're like yeah. running around all over the place. It's, they have to swap the camera off and hook it to a line and do all this. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable the the, yeah. the technical achievement of it. Um and I guess the illusion of having one take, again, I still argue that it's two takes, um <laughs> results in this mapping out of a vast obstacle course i guess yeah and you genuinely do believe it's there and coexists even though these locations weren't together when it mm-hmm. was filmed and um, that's credit to sam mendes yeah who won the director's guild award yes i'm chuffed a bit about it actually yeah though this is where i'm going to start being harsh it okay. would be fair to say i think that you do distance yourself a little bit from a film like this mm-hmm. to play spot the join and yeah. how are they doing this? Yeah, a lot of people have said that. A lot of people said yeah. it brought them out of it because they were spotting mm-hmm. where things were cutting. Um, and another thing, I think this is why the performances and screenplay haven't been so successful is because obviously they're doing very long takes. The actors have had to rehearse mm-hmm. full extended sequences of dialogue. Yeah. Um, it does feel a little bit theatrical and Sam Mendes is a theatre director as well which is which is mm-hmm. fair um, but sometimes it feels a little bit over rehearsed I think it would have been nicer to have it feel a bit more natural and maybe a bit improvised at times yeah. but it did feel very regimented but all that aside by god does this film go places mm-hmm. um, some of the sequences combined with the score the camera work the sets the production design the lighting the colour I just it was just stunning and breathtaking and then the only other little criticism that I have is that I think some of like the cameos from well-known British actors was a little bit unnecessary. It takes you out of it. You're like, oh, it's them. Yes, exactly. Reserve them for films where it yeah. doesn't matter that you're seeing stars. I don't think that was as harsh as um, I was expecting. Um, okay. I have one thing to combat what you said there about the script, though. Um, it it had to be regimented because of the way mm-hmm. that they built everything. And I think... It should be more well known um, how they went about doing the screenplay because I think then it would actually get more credit for being what it is. Mm -hmm. They had to build the script a certain way. It was going to be what it was because they then built the location and how long and how many yards it was via the script. So they had six months of preparation where they literally walked the script and then built the like the set like right it has to be this long because it takes this long to say mm-hmm. the script, so it all came hand in hand. Yeah. So I think in that sense it, it kind of had to be regimented because they built it to last yeah. that long. It ha- they had to be able to say that and get to this specific place by the time they'd said it. So I think that takes mm-hmm. the improvisation out of it. I suppose it, it's still an experimental film at the same time. I really appreciate what it did. Well, what can I add? Because you've pretty much said it all. Um, it's, it, all I can say for me is that it stayed with me. I can still picture shots. Um, mm. I think the the bit where he goes to the town that's on fire. Yeah, that is absolutely stunning. Yeah. 
there's shots in this film that are just it's a work of mm-hmm. art <sighs> to an extent i can see it but it didn't really affect me so much mm-hmm. only a little bit the characters aren't very relatable no i guess not you don't really find out much about them either yeah, I've heard people say that they struggled to get into it because of the characters. They couldn't get on board with the characters because they're quite cold. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think that's the point. Um, George McKay's character is—he is cold. Yeah. He's obviously seen a lot more than his colleague, yeah. um, who doesn't seem to have seen as much. Mm-hmm. You know, experience what he's experienced, and it's hardened him. Yeah. So obviously that meant to be part of it but i do understand what people are saying i think I, it didn't emotionally hit me yeah i think like you say on the one hand they're obviously products of their environment mm-hmm. you know they're not having a great time and at the same time they've obviously tried to make it so that these could be any two men any from guys the trenches. it could yeah. have been anyone mm-hmm. um, you don't come out of it saying oh i love this character i love that character but i guess that's yeah. also not the yeah. point um, and awards wise mm. for this, um, I think this is going to come out with the um, with the most on the night. Yeah. I think it's going to do really it's well. It's got the technical categories on its side. Yeah, I think cinematography is an absolute lock. I think 100%. that's clear to say now that it's going to get that. Yep. Um, now that Sam Mendes has won Best Director, I think that's probably quite clear he's going to come out with that one. And I think this will take Best Picture. Okay. I think I yeah. think it'll take it, and I'd be very very pleased if it did. It's got more of a claim than some of the other films. Yeah, now I'm back in this one. That's the one I want to mm-hmm. I want to okay. win. So, Jojo Rabbit. Then mm-hmm. <laughs> now you didn't like this. I know. I know. I really did like mm-hmm. this one actually, um, more than I expected because satirical comedy doesn't really work for me. Sometimes it's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, but this really did um, work. Um, I think it was a risk because doing a comedy about Nazi Germany is always <laughs> going to be a risk. But I think it balanced everything out perfectly. I, I loved it. I thought the look of it as well. I think production design and costume design were really great. Um, I think it, it had its own look and its own style and it really stood out. So I really enjoyed that. And I, I I really actually thoroughly enjoyed, and I know you didn't, the blend of comedy and drama. Yeah. Um, because it actually towed the line a lot of the time, but whereas it started as a comedy and a farce. And I think the character arc of Jojo mm-hmm. was fantastic. I think it started funny because his outlook as to what the Nazis were from the way we look at it now is comical the fact that he's this fanboy for hitler and then the drama sets in later on and there's a specific shock which i think you didn't like because it was comedy right before it and then there's this Mm. really dramatic part and yes it doesn't make you maybe as emotional as it might but i think i don't think it's supposed to be that way i think it's supposed to be shocking rather than emotional okay um, which worked for me. Um, and I think his character art is fantastic because by the time you, you get to the end, he's like, what on earth are we doing here? People are just people. Mm-hmm. Um, he Obviously, he's, he's met as having a relationship with a Jewish girl who is just a girl. He doesn't see her as a girl at first. He's writing a book about Jews and them being beasts and this, that and the other. And, you know, and then at the end, he's completely changed his mind. And the way that he looks at his imaginary friend, who's Hitler at the beginning, who he, you know, he (laughs) looks up to and takes advice from. And even though it's ridiculous and the portrayal of him is great because they just make him a pompous fool, (laughs) um, which is which is what you would need to do to actually successfully make the film i think mm-hmm. you couldn't portray him any other way for it to work um, and by the end he's got no voice he's got no power over him anymore because his opinions have changed mm-hmm. i just thought it really worked really worked for me go on then why did it not work for you i do agree with a lot of things that you've said um like the look mm-hmm. of the film costumes and production and all that stuff and the character arc of jojo I do just mainly disagree where you say that it was balanced well. I don't think it was balanced well at all. Mm -hmm. I think it would have worked better as two separate films. And looking at the source material that it's based on is a very dark, sad book about the Jewish girl hidden in the house. Yeah. 
so it is unusual to me that he's taken that and then infused it with a whole other film so Mm -hmm. in my opinion either give me a comedy about the hitler youth or give me a drama about a jewish girl hidden in the house flitting between Mm -hmm. the two for me was tonally confusing it doesn't really give you enough time as a viewer to process how you're meant to be feeling at any one time about a character because one minute you're laughing at them not with them you're laughing at them and then you're expected to be crying with them mm-hmm. your position as a viewer is unclear and i, and I yeah. get that that does induce some shocks but mm-hmm. to what extent can you really be shocked in a film where people are dying anyway if someone dies and you've been mm-hmm. laughing at it previously to, to me it yeah. needed to be a little bit more clearer cut about what it wanted you to feel about it i feel like i got half of a comedy and i got half of a drama but i didn't get a full jojo rabbit film so that's my main gripe with it. But saying that the comedy really, really works and the satirical nature of the film really, really worked. Mm. And then I struggled a little bit with the casting of it all as well. Individually, okay. I liked everyone a lot. But in what universe do we have Sam Rockwell and Scarlett Johansson giving really good performances? And then we've got Rebel Wilson and Taika Waititi doing yeah. the over-the-top yeah. comedy. And there was just a bit of a clash of acting style and an acting ability, really. And the accents I really, really struggled with. We get it, you're all English speaking people Mm. do the film in english accents if you have to i get it you're playing germans level it out a little bit and let's have it a bit more of a consistent playing field because i don't think everyone was up to doing the accents and there was kids as well so i don't Mm. think it was going to work um well fair enough fair enough i can see why there's a divide between audiences and critics but i I think i sit on the critic side again i can see all those points as well though so Mm. I, i do get that yeah um I think it's just going to, it's one of those films, isn't it? It's, you're going to get one or the other. It is a very divisive film. Mm. Well, it's divisive in terms of subject matter, which I think is why a lot of people have been divided, but not for me. Yeah. Just the film itself, the way it was done. I'd rather watch two separate films about these two separate topics. Sometimes that's fine, though. I'm quite okay with um, people sitting on two different sides of it, though. Mm. I think that makes it, I think that's quite interesting. Well, that's a conversation, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, this, this, I can, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. So this has got six nominations as well. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't think it's going to come out with anything. Um, I think it could come out with costume, possibly. Mm. Um, but I think that would be probably it. Mm, yeah. Uh, production design is good. Um, but I think others are better. Yeah. Um, so it probably wouldn't come out with that. I think it's yeah, it's it's best it could chances. Fall by the way. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately so, yeah. It's probably not going to get a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were the films, really, that we've not had a chance to talk about so much because mm-hmm. they've not been out as long. No. And then I guess the other half now are the ones that we have talked about for a while. Yeah. The first of those is The Irishman. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like I've really got a lot to say about this. No, I really don't either. It's not sat well with me over time. And not that it's bad. It's just it was obviously a return to the great Scorsese gangster film. And it does join mm-hmm. that canon of great films that he's done. And he never produces a bad film. But this just isn't his best or the most memorable, really. Because it's the same. Maybe. I think. Yeah. It's just more of the same. Yeah. Its reputation is preceded now by how long it is. Yeah. And that doesn't make you want to rewatch it anytime soon. Like, I no. can't see myself rewatching it for a good 30, 40 years. I could go without seeing <laughs> yeah. it again. However, I do think the three lead performances were excellent and from veteran actors as well. So it's nice to see that. And I do think nominations for all of them would have been deserved. But at the same time, I wouldn't have been upset if they were all replaced with the likes of like Willem Dafoe for The Lighthouse, Shia LaBeouf for Honey Boy, mm-hmm. Song Kang Ho from Parasite, maybe even Taron Egerton for Rocket Man. Mm. And then I guess another weird thing about this is the conversation around visual effects because they've all been de-aged in a lot of the scenes. Yeah. And a lot of people are saying that they think that's going to win the visual effects Oscar, but no, I wouldn't personally give it the win over things like The Lion King, which have been like completely yeah. constructed from scratch. And then there was something on the internet where someone's gone away and done a better job at home of de-aging the characters. Yeah. And I just think, I don't know, I'm not sure, but someone made a really good point to me the other day despite their faces looking young they still move like old men and it it detracts yeah. a little bit from what could have been a really good digital de-aging effect so i enjoyed the irishman and i did come out of it saying it's exactly what you'd expect but has it really stuck with me not really it was exactly what i expected mm-hmm. um i didn't enjoy it no. while i was watching it i was quite bored mm. um for quite a lot of it the second half was better 
Um, but the second half is the length of, a, of an average film. Yeah. Um, I had to struggle through a film's length to get to mm-hmm. the second half, which was better. Yeah. Um, I don't think Joe Pesci should have been in there, really. Mm, he's very subtle in his acting. Yeah, it's extremely subtle. Mm. It's quiet. It's, but there's other performances, I think, that, yeah. that um, could be there that outshine it. Yeah. The de-aging once you're watching it it works Mm. within the film but it's very jarring just looking at robert de niro Mm -hmm. um i don't think it works it's the eyes i think for me Mm -hmm. so it's it doesn't work and i know that they actually tried to have them moving like younger men Um, (laughs) they did actually have someone employed to be working with them on that i've read um there's only so much you can do obviously didn't yeah and yeah i mean they are old people yeah. <laughs> you know there's a, you, you can only do so much to to um combat that really mm-hmm. um but yeah no i haven't got a lot to say about it i will not be watching it again no. um because it didn't interest me and for, i mean part of that's on me because i don't really enjoy gangster films mm-hmm. at all yeah. Yeah. But then again, I really did quite like Goodfellas. Mm. So yeah, it just didn't didn't have much going for it for me personally. Um, it's another one of the films that's nominated for a lot of awards. So ten again. Ratio wise, I think it'll do the worst. Potentially, yeah. We talked about the de aging stuff, and there is a conversation about that winning. No, I just can't see it. I think Scorsese's out of the question. Yeah, definitely. I think best films out of the equation. Mm-hmm. The actors, I think they cancel each other out. Yeah, that's true. That's usually the case, though, when two people from the same film yeah. go into a category. They usually do cancel each other out. And then there's obviously the infamous category of editing, mm-hmm. You know, where it often goes to a film that's unspectacular, I guess. I, I just don't think that it's got many chances mm-hmm. other than this. Yeah. Um, I mean, Thelma Schoonermaker's a, a very famous editor and she's very successful and she's good at what she does. Mm-hmm. So I, I think if it was going to win anywhere, it would be this one. I don't, I don't really see it winning anywhere else. The only other one that I think could be a real upset on the night is the costume because they're done by Sandy Powell, but they're just suits. They are just yeah, suits. I just don't. So yeah. I'd be really upset if that happened. I would. I would. I, don't, I wouldn't like that. So I don't think it's looking great for The Irishman, really. It was well-received in like the first couple of days it came out, and then nobody was talking about it anymore. Yeah. But, hey, it happens. Mm-hmm, it does. Yeah. Uh, so Marriage Story, then. Mm-hmm. Very different film when you put it... Against the others. Against the others. Yeah. It's a bit like Kramer versus Kramer, that kind of... Mm. 1970s yeah. drama that you used to get um, quite a lot of, mm-hmm. um, but they don't really do so much now. Ugh, it's another one that has stuck with me. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was okay at the time. I thought it was quite powerful, but it's just really, really stuck in my brain. I loved how realistic it felt. Mm-hmm. You believed that these characters had been together for 10 years and that they had this relationship and this bond because... It wasn't just breakable. You couldn't just split and be two separate people because it doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it was the little things like tying the shoelaces and, you know, little intimacies that you just can't break off Mm -hmm. just because you've decided to separate. Um, That really worked for me. And I think the fact that it's come from a real relationship, Noah Baumbach's actually talking about his own divorce um it really works i think adam driver is superb yeah um, he good. is fast becoming um <laughs> someone i will watch in anything yeah. because he's just there's something about him is very striking he's different looking as well yeah he's not your conventional guy. yeah not at all um but he, there's something about him that just draws you to him mm-hmm. um he's had a fantastic year yeah. this year and this is by far i think the best mm-hmm. um and even i mean i'm not a particularly big scarlett johansson fan i have to say no. so if if there was one part of it that didn't really work for me it was it was her but even so she's great in a great film mm-hmm. she, she it does work um I, I i'm just not a big fan so i would have preferred it maybe for someone else yeah. personally yeah. for me yeah. um I I thought the script was fantastic. I really did. Mm-hmm. It felt based on reality. It really did feel 
like it had come from someone's actual um, experiences. Mm -hmm. And I think that ultimately works for the film. Okay. Um, uh, I don't want to be the bad cop. Um, (laughs) No, no, go on. But I will start by saying um, I finished it and I was like, oh, yeah, great. For me, Mm -hmm. the more I've thought about it, the more I've taught myself out of that. Um, Yeah. Which makes me think I probably should watch it again because I don't want to be saying unfair things. But these things, I think, are valid. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think when you're watching a film that is based on not so much a real or true story, but about personal feelings and things like that, the way you play it is very important because it can overstep a line, I think. Mm -hmm. So for me, the combination of what I deem to be very blatant stylistic and artistic choices mixed with what's meant to be a very realistic story for mm-hmm. me means that the film treads that fine line of becoming a bit pretentious because it's mm-hmm. like if you're going to tell me a real story about real people having a real relationship having things like a character breaking out into song having clearly very scripted dramatically delivered monologues mm-hmm. things like that they do distance you from the story and and I think this story deserved to be told in a human way for me the personal felt too crafted Mm. and at times only at times but it did ruin the authenticity of it for me however Adam Driver brilliant he outperformed Scarlett Johansson oh god yeah yeah absolutely it didn't help really that I think his character was more likable than hers yes i don't look back on her character and be like oh i felt sorry for her i didn't really (laughs) i don't know why (laughs) i just didn't like her i think it's supposed to be the other way around as well i'm not sure because she is saying that you know he never views her as an individual it was all you know what she could bring to him Mm -hmm. So it's meant to be the other way around, but I feel like I felt more for him than I did yeah. for her. Again, maybe it's because it was Scarlett Johansson and she, maybe she's not very personable sometimes. Maybe, maybe. Not closed off, but she's she's Colder. Not, yeah, she's not someone who you immediately, instinctively warm to. Um, no. And there were, between them, there were a couple of real standout moments. In fact, they yeah. were so standout, I would hazard to say that they kind of made the rest of their performances look not as high level. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that sort of took me out as well. So again, I'm I'm criticising good things, which is, is difficult mm. to do. Uh, yeah, and the other thing is it's hard to relate to characters who are so far removed from your own lives. Yeah, yeah, and they're very theatrical. Very theatrical, um, successful, wealthy, artistic people. She moves to Hollywood yeah. for some tv show that is never even mentioned (laughs) we don't know what it is um they're living like this sort of high life despite their drama um Mm -hmm. if marriage story was a a gritty british social realism film Mm -hmm. i think it would work a lot better yeah um this one it felt like it's like i want to feel sorry for you but both have great lives still so i'm just like yeah not so sure um i did enjoy it though what do you think of its awards chances then? Well, what's weird about this is somehow Laura Dern is winning everything. Yeah, I don't get, I don't really understand <laughs> yeah. it. It's a career award. It I must think. be. It must be. I'd give it to any of the other nominees. Not mm-hmm. that she was bad. In fact, she was probably one of the more no, consistently good no. things about the film. So I will yeah. give her that. I like Laura Dern. I do, but I just don't see it for this. Yeah. Like we said, I'd rather her have it for Little Women than mm, this. Yeah. So, so overall, I don't think Marriage Story deserves any wins this year not to say that i don't think it will get one i think it's only the chance really is original screenplay but Mm. again there's a lot of other better films in there that are probably gonna take it pretty likely so uh joker Mm. and again we've talked about this for quite a long time so i will keep this one relatively brief um with joker it's all about the performance and ultimately i think that's all everyone's really interested in Joaquin Phoenix makes the film. It is his film. Um, and without him, I don't think this is a film that would have been worth making. Um, it's a brilliant reinvention of the character. It's a plausible origin story that I think got quite a few critics shook because um, somehow they thought that if you exhibit the truth of the reality of, I imagine so many people with mental health issues, it's apparently dangerous or mm-hmm. inappropriate. As far as I can see, everybody else loved this film. Um, and they love yeah. Joaquin Phoenix in it. 
my only real criticism really and it has it has weighed on me a little bit since seeing the film although i came out absolutely buzzing i would have preferred the film to cut ties with the batman law altogether even if only for this film joker's name's Mm. on the poster it's meant to be an origin story if i wanted another batman film i would go and see the batman or whatever other thing he's going to turn up in um i'd like to have seen the origin story done in some other way that didn't lean so heavily on the bruce wayne parents story because i do think that's very repetitive and we've seen it a million times before i think it would have worked just as well without relying on that but that's that's it really that's my only real criticism i think that was its insecurity Mm. that they felt like they had to put that in there to satisfy and when really it turned out they they really didn't Mm -hmm. um but personally i didn't mind it um, no, when it was on, I didn't mind it. It's one of those little nostalgia beats, isn't it? It's like, oh, oh, look. Yeah. You know, and that that was fine for me. Um, this film has grown in my estimation since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I I did think it was extremely good when I saw it, but I feel now, apart from 1917, it's probably the film that overall I feel does the most mm. um, in all its categories i think the production design is fantastic i think it feels gritty and grimy and yeah. grotty it just it you, you just don't want to be there you yeah. wouldn't want to be there and it makes you understand why his character yeah. struggles so much too um i think the score is so much a part of the film it is ridiculous um i think it's haunting and it really is part of the film. It's like the fact that he's actually like, you know, at times dancing yeah, yeah. to that. Score. I think that is, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's a huge part of it. I think, like you said, the performance, it is his film. Yeah. It, it, it's just altogether his show, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, And he did it to an absolute ridiculous degree. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best performance to have been nominated in decades. I think it's Probably. absolutely yeah. unbelievable. He just absorbed that part mm-hmm. and it just became him, um, which was incredible. Um, I I even think Todd Phillips did a very good job. I know a lot of people are really harsh, very critical of him. But, I mean, at the end of the day, he was the one that put the whole thing together and yeah. it, it, it does work. I think it was an extremely well-made film very successful obviously mm-hmm. in the amount of money it's made oh, yeah. and and critically but I, yeah i think overall as a movie it's up there with 1917 for me mm-hmm. i think it, it was superbly done and it just all worked yeah it's brilliant isn't it <laughs> i think it's a shoe in for best actor obviously yeah. Other than that, I think mm. probably only score. But then again, yeah. a lot of people are talking about 1917 now as well. Um, I, yeah. Even though Joker's won two. Mm. I could maybe see it going to 1917 for score, which is going to make my predictions very hard because I would give it to 1917 personally. I'd give it to Joker. Joker's good, but I, I, I listen back to the entire soundtrack and it's kind of just the same cello sound in every track Mm -hmm. um 1917 although it's what you'd expect from a thomas newman track you know exotic instruments and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. it's a blend of electronic sounds industrial sounds and all this as well as orchestrated stuff the only thing that doesn't work for me joker's sound and the score altogether it worked for me in the film Mm, there was part of the 1917 score that took me out of it it was more showy it was definitely more showy. yeah and i was just like why is this playing right now and that took me out of it a little bit so for me i mean it's a quibble it really yeah, is a quibble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was great um but that's why i would put joker over yeah 1970 joker's music works because it it's an extension of the character yeah um, yeah it feels like it's part of Joaquin's performance I guess in a way yeah. it's like the music's coming yeah. from him it's that mm. in keeping with the character so um yeah I shouldn't yeah I shouldn't downplay Joker's music because it's good it's just it just wasn't if I were to listen back to the score I would choose yeah. to listen back to 1917 does that make it better I'm not sure so that is an interesting category score okay um once upon a time in Hollywood then mm-hmm. now is this the oldest one because this came out in the summer I think it probably is you know this came out a, a long while ago yeah. and so it's, it's the oldest one it's probably the one that's most forgettable out the rest because <laughs> maybe it's such a long 
time. Um, you're having to like recall things that you felt like six or seven months ago, um, which I think may hinder it. Mm, yeah. If you if you're too late and you come out too close, you're gonna miss. Not enough people. And then if you come, it. Yeah, yeah, and then if you've come out, you know, too early, you risk mm-hmm. um, people haven't forgotten about you. Yeah. Um. So this could affect Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for that. Um. But the best bits, mm-hmm. um, were its production design. Yeah. Um. You feel like you're in 1960s LA. It's sun soaked. It's nostalgic it's just got this glow mm-hmm. um and that really worked um for me uh, i thought leonardo dicaprio was really good in it i mean he's never not good um but he did a very interesting performance and it goes to very different beats he, he at one moment he's you know very emotional and he's, it's very dramatic and another moment he's very satirical mm-hmm. and it's you know it's kind of funny kind of take the piss really mm-hmm. um so i think he's very good in it um the best scene for me was at the ranch um yeah, yeah. when brad Pitt goes there uh, i think that was so tense and the editing uh, in that moment was fantastic and it was that that sequence uh was the best for me um the worst one for me was the end the violence mm. In that it was so over the top, it felt like it was a comedy, yeah. and it didn't. Yeah, it didn't work for me. It was too much. And the thing that bothered me about it that is, it was, it felt like he wanted you to laugh. Mm-hmm. And well, this I, is something that really happened. That's yeah, and and that's not funny to yeah. me. It's not. I mean, the what that was happening to those people, and the fact that they are crazy people. Yeah, they're yeah. mentally ill. I, I didn't find that funny. Um, yeah. It was too gratuitous for me. Yeah. I, I didn't. Uh, it didn't work for me. So yeah, it's it's got ups and downs. I think its length was another problem for yeah. me. So yeah, it's pros and cons with that one for me. I do think it's got some really great bits, but then there's bits that I think pull it down for mm-hmm. me as well. Yeah. How, what do you think? Um, really similar, if I'm honest. Um, similar to The Irishman in a way, because like with Martin Scorsese, they both consistently produce high quality films. You know. Yeah, they've got a reputation for yeah, it. Yeah, but at the same time, their films are often very similar in the way that they're constructed, in their tone. Yeah. With Tarantino, because they're slower in pace, long in duration, and mm. sort of meandering in style, it's one of those films that can feel really amazing when you're watching it and immersive, but ultimately it's inconsequential once it's over yeah um, and although i came out and i was like that was up my street it mm-hmm. hasn't stuck with me very well if i'm honest um no. and, and to commit to a repeat viewing of that and invest another three hours it's not yeah. it's not yeah. easy to do but yeah saying that though when i when i was watching it i did feel immersed i agree with you it did feel like it was 1960s this was hollywood um yeah and these were the people the streets the houses the cars mm-hmm. the production design was on point i was new to the Manson cult story I knew Manson by name I didn't really uh, take the time in the past to understand who he was or how he did the things that he did um yeah. but I did enjoy the fact that I was learning in the film and then afterwards because they did a few sort of historical tweaks at the end obvious ones yeah um you do go away and sort of start googling <laughs> afterwards I do like films yeah. that make you go yeah. and do that so that was a fun added element um yeah and yeah uh, yeah I echo what you say about the cast Brad Pitt plays cool very well margot robbie plays likable very well and leonardo yeah. dicaprio played the fading actor very well yeah and yeah it's decent awards wise um i think production design is probably a good bet for it mm. um and i'd be quite happy to see it get it yeah i think it probably will support an actor i don't understand at all no i, I, I just don't winning. understand at all he's basically playing himself yeah a cool you know middle-aged mm-hmm. guy very easy going laid back that just looks like brad pitt yeah it does he's not doing anything really no <laughs> i just i don't understand it yeah whatsoever um and i, I just think when you look at the actual category mm-hmm. that, that he's in I, I don't really understand again i think it's probably a career award because i can't see why else he yeah. would be he would have been a better nomination for Ad Astra. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. he was so much better in that. He really did give a great performance in that film. Mm, yeah. What I find interesting about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's nominations, I don't think it deserved 10, really. It's consistently good across the board, don't get me wrong, but 
for it to have the sound mixing and the sound editing nominations yeah. over things like Rocket Man. Yeah. What's the point in nominating if it's not going to win? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's like, oh, it's Tarantino. Yeah. And he is an all-round good filmmaker and he does give equal attention to all parts of his film, but yeah. nominate the films that have a chance of winning. Don't just nominate them. I don't I don't see the point in doing that. Yeah. So it could be another low win to nomination ratio, I think. Mm. Bearing in mind it's got 10. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so that covers eight of the films. The ninth film, you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> and no, I saw it last night. Yeah. Um, it's hard, really, because uh, Ford vs. Ferrari is a, it's a subject matter that I had zero knowledge of and not a whole lot of interest in, if I'm really honest. However, it's the mark of a good film when you start rooting for the characters regardless mm-hmm. um, and for the story as a whole. So although the first 30 minutes I felt a little bit inundated with car names make some models yeah. numbers racetrack names and a load of jargon that went over my head after that though it kind of settles into the main story arc of we're ford and we're going to build a car to rival ferrari at the, the mm. 24 hour in Le Mans race and that's where it starts taking you and the fact that the entire last 45 minutes of the film is dedicated mostly to the race itself and you're still kept on the edge of your seat throughout is credit to how the film is made really yeah it feels like a smaller film in comparison to a lot of the other nominees, but it, it really does have its own personality, really. It's a very slick and smooth and um, attitude-filled film, and I think it's largely down to um, the sound design and the editing between them. That comprises three of the four nominations that it's got, mm-hmm. um, the soundtrack and the performances as well. Um, Matt Damon's good. Uh, Christian Bale is better. Yeah. Likewise, Katrina Balfe as his wife they together are great and they're just so much fun to watch they're endearing and you want to root for them so yeah i thought actually i wasn't expecting it but i thought it was a better nominee candidate for best picture than some of the other films that are nominated it's definitely there on merit yeah yeah yeah, it's deserving and there's not a moment in the film where you sort of go that wasn't very good oh that could have been better It, it convinces you all the way yeah. that this is what it should be and a bit like with Parasite it knew what it wanted to do and it did it and you yeah. can't fault that really uh, so yeah oh I, I did like the look of the film and the fact that Katrina Balfe's in it I love Outlander so I'll watch anything she's in <laughs> she's actually in it quite a bit mm. good yeah. good I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it I, I, I like Christian Bale and Matt Damon so yeah and I'm, I'm not so much bothered about the car things I really really loved Rush um, I'm not yeah. a car fan by no, any means, but I really love Rush. I think this is better um, than Rush, if I'm honest. Yeah, so I, I'm, I do look forward to seeing it. Yeah. Again, uh, awards-wise, though. Yeah, I don't know about the sound ones, you know. It could win them over 1917. Yeah. There's more sound in it. I don't know how to yeah. say that, but they're all cars. <laughs> it's mostly car yeah. sounds. Um, but you do feel it. I think a lot of time with the sound awards... Um, because people don't necessarily understand how it's kind of made and, and yeah. how the category is made up and how it's decided, mm-hmm. um, I think people go with what's the most obvious to them. And what's if it's noisiest, loud, <laughs> yeah, if it's loud and you notice it, and yeah. you know, they tend to go with that one as as crude as that might sound. Yeah. it can be that simple. By that same logic, then its editing nomination could also very much go that way. I don't know if yeah. it will, um, because editing often goes to either undeserving films or films where the editing is much more subtle um mm-hmm. so i really don't know it could it could go completely unseen this year it could be the one that gets nothing um, yeah or it could be the one that sweeps most of it towards. yeah that's an interesting a really interesting choice i think looking at it overall the the category is a very strong one i mm. I, I think it's got some good films in there i mean not they're not all going to be everyone's cup of tea and they're not going to be ones that everybody maybe goes back and rewatches all the time but mm. they've definitely all got something i think we should announce our ranking yours is eight mine is nine but who cares um, <laughs> okay. so i'm gonna cue the fanfare <laughs> we've not played it in a while so i, I thought I'm going to have to put it in. Oh, of course. <laughs> this is a big deal. Yeah. Um, okay, from nine to one, my list is as follows. Number nine, Jojo Rabbit. Just missed the mark for me. Sorry. 
um, marriage story, you've got to adapt your style to suit your subject matter. Um, and in this case, it didn't require style. So that's marriage story. Number seven, surprise, surprise, it's arrived here. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari, really consistent mm-hmm. film. Overall, it's got sort of like everything that it needed in that package and it delivered on it really well. Um, it nearly beat number six, The Irishman. Um, I'm only keeping it this high up just because it is a consistent Scorsese film, but yeah. Uh, number five, not as high as maybe it could have been in the past, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Good, decent, strong candidate, but four, believe it or not, Little Women. That's much higher than I expected. Again, it, it knew what it wanted to do. It encompassed everything that it stood for. Mm-hmm. Number three, I've put Joker. Although it's got the most nominations, I don't think mm. it's necessarily the strongest one. You know, like I said, it's got the music and it's got the performance going for it, but everything else, although good, not necessarily stand out. Number two, 1917, and uh, it was higher, but obviously I've, I've played the harsh critic today, and I do think there are some things that could have been improved despite it being an amazing film. So, which means my number one, and I'm very good at putting foreign language films at the top of my <laughs> list, but I do think, like I said, it's hard to criticise because you could tell that Bong Joon-ho knew exactly what he wanted and he went for it. So, Parasite is my number one. Whether or not I think it should win Best Picture, I don't know. Whether or not I want it to win Best Picture, I don't know. But I think objectively it's the most consistent and the strongest and the most original of all the other films okay that's my nine i have tried to be as objective as possible looking at it overall rather than personally what i would maybe go mm-hmm. with so for me i, I mean ford versus ferrari has to be number nine because i haven't seen it yeah yeah so um for me my number eight is the irishman um, I just think it's the same as he's always done. Yeah. Um, it's not to say it's not good um, because, you know, it's always high quality with Scorsese, but I don't think there's enough to make it stand out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, number seven for me is Marriage Story. Um, though it would make a lot higher on my favourites list um, when you put it all together technically, it really is just the script and the performances that make it. It's not technically... Mm-hmm as impressive as as the others it's not got the same caliber yes um number six for me is jojo rabbit Mm -hmm. again probably maybe would have gone a bit higher on my own list um but as far as like you say consistency and with everything working and um and what it achieves um it's not as as good as some of the Mm -hmm. others number five for me is parasite um Yes, I know it's not as high as you would like it to be. Um, it could. It, I've just redone it though. It could actually be a lot lower, <laughs> so it's it's higher up than I had it before. Right. Um, because what it achieves, yes, it does achieve. Yeah. It, it's you know it does everything that they want to do correctly and very successfully. Um, it's just personally for mm-hmm. me, it didn't quite hit the mark. Um, but I do think it's got international in mm-hmm. the bag, and it could quite easily take best film yeah. as well. And I could see it happening. It wouldn't upset me too much it could have been more groundbreaking i think but despite that i think it's still really sure of yeah it's very good i think the hype killed it for me because it's so hyped up and having watched it after all the hype yeah yeah it's like, mm, i can't have but it's not yeah. yeah uh so number four for me is once upon a time in hollywood okay. um i just think if you for the length of it it, it is consistent in what it does mm. for that whole runtime it's you know, the quality stays very high. Yeah. Number three for me is Little Women. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like you said, it is just a very, it's just a very good film. Yeah. You know, the script's great. Um, the look of the film's lovely. The performances are great. Um, it's just a high quality film. And, and I think in a surprising way, because after all, it is Little Women. It's been adapted so many times, but yeah, it's, so successful it's fresh it's got something about it so i think it's actually achieved higher than it it, it could have done and i think greta gerwig really should have been there mm. i really think yeah on, on reflection yeah yeah she really should uh number two for me is joker uh-huh um because i i just i i really do think it stuck with me um 
tonally, aesthetically, performance-wise, um, score, everything about it, I think, stands out. It makes it stand out. And I think the fact that it's even in the conversation is remarkable, mm. really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that makes number one 1917 for me. Um, which may not be my favourite film out of all of the ones on the list. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't really decide. It's hard, isn't it? But I just think technically it's astonishing. Yeah. I think it's absolutely couldn't <laughs> possibly be anywhere else. It's what filmmaking's all about. That's it. Yeah. When you talk about filmmaking, this is what it's all about. It's about doing technical advancements, doing things differently, showing things a different way. Um, and this just does all of that, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I know we have Remembrance Day and things like that, but I think even so, I think people tend to think more of the Second World War now than they do of the first, and mm. um, it is so important to remember why remember it, yeah. why we talk about it, because we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for the, the sacrifices that people have made, and I, I do think that that message will fit in any time. Yeah. That's um, just absolute a star for me very good yeah it is an amazing film and it's a great choice to have as number mm. one and I, I do have my fingers crossed that it will win i think it's because it's a very british film as well so that wraps up our best picture in review episode um but as we always do we need to recommend a film yes i won't pap on about mine because i've talked about it today already i just want to recommend it I guess an echo what Bong Joon-ho said about if you get over that one inch barrier that is the subtitles. There's so many other great films out there. Um, And Parasite is just one of those really, really strong original films. Just made you think, why has this story not been done before? Surely it feels so universal and, and, and right that that should have been a thing already. So, yeah. Parasite. I'm really, I really hope it does well this year. In the same way, I thought Roma should have done very well last year, and also Never Look Away, which was my top film of the year last year. Foreign films. I think they are great. We don't see enough of them. But if you're mm. going to go see one this year, go and see Parasite if you can, because I, I don't think you'll regret it. Um, my choice um this week is Rocket Man. Mm. Um, I saw this a few days ago and. I really enjoyed it um, more so than I thought because I'm not a huge Elton John fan. I don't know, you know, his music off by heart by any means. I, I know a lot of the songs, you mm. know, by the sound of them. Um, but this was just such a fun film. Um, I thought Taron Edgerton was fantastic. Um, he really did um, give a great performance and I mean, it was all him the, all the way through. Mm. It was mm. it was just all on his shoulders. Um, and he really, really delivered. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was stylish and different. And um, however true it, it <laughs> turned out to be, yeah. I don't know. But it, it was good fun. Yeah. It was really good fun. It, it, uh, it was very striking costumes and very colourful and yeah it just um it was it was good mm. fun really good laugh my only big gripe with the film and i think i've probably mentioned it at some point before is that it's a film produced by elton john so at the end of it i was like okay that's that's very inspirational but i'm only taking your word for it yeah i don't really know many people who have produced biopics about themselves before um, mm. and i get them the want to tell your story yeah but it's a bit weird that you're promoting yourself. Yeah, pinch of salt. Fair enough. Okay, so Matt, where can they find us? Oh, you're testing me now. Um, I am. I'm ahead of you, I've got it up. Um, <laughs> we're on Facebook and YouTube at CineChat Podcast, Instagram at CineChat underscore official. Uh, we're very active on Twitter nowadays at CineChat Pod. <laughs> you can listen on Spotify, <laughs> Spotify iTunes, or Spreaker. Or you can email us at cinechatofficial at gmail.com. Yes, you can. We still need ideas for future episodes. Please send them in because there's a lot of weeks Mm -hmm. to fill. Next week, I believe the BAFTAs uh, will have taken place. But more importantly, you know what it is? 
It's time for our Oscar predictions. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. It's coming up so soon. So this weekend coming, it will be the BAFTA Awards, and the weekend after that is the Oscars, and then we can breathe. <laughs> uh, it's actually gone so fast. Yeah. Not long to go, Mary. It will be interesting. So tune in for that. Absolutely. Not to be missed. Right. I believe that is everything. So it's goodbye from me. No, it's goodbye for me. Bye. <laughs>